Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another edition of the Cleveland Baseball Talk podcast. Today we're breaking down uh, relievers Trevor Steffen and Sam Hentges, one from the right side, one from the left side, Hoinsey. Uh, we're, we're jumping in and talking about uh, two guys who really carried the bullpen uh, and, and carried a bulk of, of the workload in, in middle relief uh, for Terry Francona in 2023. And we're looking ahead to what to expect uh, out of both of these guys uh, in uh, in 2024 under new manager Stephen Vogt. Uh, let's start with Sam Hentges, and and Sam uh, had uh, a bit of an interesting season in in just that, you know, at the end of 2022 he was really cooking. He was uh, one of the the guys that that Tito sort of relied on in big situations. Uh, it didn't matter left or right who he was facing, he was effective uh, at at the end of 2022. And then you head into uh, training camp in in 2023, and and he uh, you know suffers the dreaded Terrace Major. Uh, shoulder injury and uh, you know it takes a little while for him to uh, you know work his way uh, into uh, you know shape for the season and and he joins the team late but but still winds up pitching effectively at, at points during the season yeah Joe he missed all of all of April uh, didn't didn't join the team until May um, you know just uh, had a, a a weird weird year I mean it, it, it to me it shows you how you know if if a, a reliever you know uh, has you know struggles just a bit you know just has that one bad month one bad stretch it can really uh, affect affect uh, you know his his total his total season look at this uh, look at his month by month he goes he has a 3.38 ERA in May a 3.00 ERA in June then it jumps to 14 0.63 ERA in July. He gives up 13 earned runs, 16 hits, and eight in eight innings. Um, and then, you know, kind of reel, reels it back in. Goes uh, in August, uh, doesn't allow a run in 12 and two thirds, and in September doesn't allow a, it allows one run in 11 and two thirds. So, cra- just a crazy kind of up and down uh, roller coaster year for Henkis. Yeah, and uh, you know his stat cast uh, figures also sort of sort of reflect that, but also just uh, his, his total you know body of work for the year. Uh, he was actually uh, you know pretty solid in terms of his percentage ranks in 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 the game, uh, and uh, you know just looking at his stuff. Once he got back to being fully healthy, and once he he figured things out, uh, especially in the second half of the season, uh, he was as effective as as he was at the end of 2022. Uh, according to Statcast, his pitching run value 82nd percentile, uh, his fastball 75th percentile, so that's up there. Uh, but his breaking pitches were 82nd percentile. They were they were as effective as as any middle reliever in uh, in the game. And and you know you could tell he sort of had uh, 
especially there in August and September. He he sort of had those opportunities uh, a little more often, and you know they 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 really just sort of uh, put him out there and, and let him go. Uh, his barrel percentage, eighty uh, fifth percentile in, in barrel percentage. Uh, so they weren't squaring him up uh, all that much. Uh, ground ball percentage, he was getting guys to hit the ball on the ground, 95th percentile there. Uh, and, and yeah, he was uh, his, his fastball velocity, uh, 95.5 uh, average uh, on his fastball velocity. Uh, that ranked in the 76th percentile in, in, uh, in baseball. Uh, so the, the stat cast numbers sort of uh, paint maybe a different picture of you know, then, then, you know, having one bad month and having it just, you know, blow all of your statistics to, to, to high hell. It's, it's, it's more like, you know, yeah, you know, when he was up there and when he was going right, you know, uh, uh, besides a few outliers, he was, he was pretty effective. Yeah, definitely. Uh, he had 17 holds, a career high. Um, and, um, he had a, you know, with the, with the expanded roster, the, you know, the balanced roster, you know, playing every team at least, you know, two or three times, you know, that kind of, it worked against, uh, I think, Hankins a little because they played so many different uh, National League teams. He had a 7.98 against ERA against the National League and a 1.91 against the American League. So, you know, just kind of a, a, just an up and down year. He had, uh, his batting average against Joe was 260 compared to 186, you know, in 2022. Right-handers, I mean, left-handers had 280 against him compared to 143 in 2022. And the right-handers hit, uh, the right-handers hit two, uh, 248 against him compared to a two, uh, 215 in 2022. And, you know, but he's still, like you were saying, he still got used a lot. Um, mm-hmm. you know, it's despite missing all of May, I mean, all the first month of the season, he still pitched in 56 games compared to 57 games in 2022. And just looking at his, his clutch statistics and, and the numbers, uh, that, that sort of, you know, you, you really sort of want to look at in terms of, a. Uh, a middle to late reliever in the role that he was used last year. Uh, two outs and runners in scoring position. Uh, opponents hit 103 off of him, uh, and, and they slugged 138. So he wasn't giving up big hits with two outs and runners in scoring position. Uh, late and close situations, they did hit 298 uh, against him, so a little bit better. Uh, but, uh, you know, in, in tie games, 267 batting average against. Uh, and and just uh, just that that general feeling that he was able to 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 bear down and, and pitch himself out of situations when when he got there. Uh, you know, what does uh, what does he need to work on and what does he need to uh, to do in the in the offseason uh, to, to come back and, and, you know, not have the the injury concerns and, and, and you know, be available for uh, the Guardians as, as they move into 2024? Well, you know, I just think like like anyone else, he's got to stay healthy. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, that, that injury really kind of, you know, cost him most of spring training. He got hurt, what, late in February, I think, and he mm-hmm. really didn't have a full camp. So, you know, a full camp is going to really help him. And, you know, Joe, his numbers, his numbers, uh, weren't that bad. And I would think all he has, you know, the, 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 you know, the increase in holds, 17 holds, you know, that's encouraging, shows you that he was pitching, you know, with the lead and, and he was able to hold it. 
Uh, so, you know, that's encouraging going into next season. And, uh, you know, the, bat, the runners in scoring position, you know, in 2022, when like he was, he was like dynamite. Uh, once he had a 172 batting average, you know, in runners in scoring position last year, uh, last year's one, this past season was 162 with runners in scoring position. So there's, there's not that whole lot of difference. That's even better. So, you know, you know, the talent is there. He's just got to stay healthy. Uh, you know, and I think uh, the the one the one thing that concerned me a little bit was, um, you know, his uh, two years ago the hard hit percentage was thirty five point one percent. This past season it jumped up to forty nine percent. So you know that mm-hmm. that's a concern, uh, but that could be just him working back from the injuries too as well. Yeah, and 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 they, we saw that a couple of times. His his first couple of times out, you know, it was a you know a little shaky, but he he did pitch himself into uh, good positions and 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 get him uh, get them quality innings. Uh, he's able to go multiple innings. What do you think his role? Uh, you know, considering uh, a new manager in Stephen Vote and the way that uh, Vote might use his bullpen, uh, maybe a little differently, uh, is is his role? I mean, secure in terms of. Uh, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth inning setup guy. Uh, you know, when they're ahead in in situations, uh, is is that when we're going to see Sam Henches, or does his role evolve and change moving forward? One thing, you know, I I mean, I think uh, his role's going to stay pretty much the same. He's one, you know, left-hander. You know, uh, you know, he throws hard. I think he's going to continue to pitch late in the game in leverage situations, and. Uh, you know, I think he's only going to get better. He's still pretty young. Uh, he's, a, you know, and I think uh, he's still learning his craft. So I think he's going to improve. And I, I, you know, I think I would, you know, seventh or eighth inning, you know, seventh or eighth inning guy. Um, you know, really, uh, you know, I think he's, you know, he, he he's shown he can be effective against righties and lefties. Uh, so, uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, I think he'll stay right where he's at, Joe. I think, uh, I think he's earned that, that right. I guess it's, I guess you could say it's his spot to lose. Arbitration eligible uh, in, in 2024, uh, doesn't reach free agency until 2028. So, you know, controllable, effective, uh, strong, hard throwing left side arm. Uh, this is, these are all the things that, uh, you know, Sam Henches gives the, the guardians. And, and I think, you're going to see him around in a big part of, of what they do out of the bullpen uh, for the next several years. Uh, what does a, an effective or a, what does a successful 2024 look like for Sam Hinches? Well, to me, Joe, I think he was, he was headed in the right direction, uh, you know, midway through this, this past season. And I think he's got to keep that rolling. On July 23rd, he had a 6.75 ERA, you know, from the, from that point on to the end of the season, you know, he ends up with a 3.61 ERA. So that shows you he pretty much locked it down. You've got to pitch really well to get your ERA that low, you know, in, in that in that short a time or that that amount of time. And I think, you know, if he carries that through spring training and uh, into the regular season, he'll be just fine. Uh, maybe a, a projection in, in terms of appearances and innings. Uh, somewhere in the the 60 to to 70 range, maybe uh, in in appearances, and you know 60 65 innings, uh, somewhere north of you know 60 strikeouts, possibly uh, four inches, all uh, all definitely doable if he stays healthy, uh, and, and something you can look forward to. 
All right, uh, that takes care of Sam Hentges, and we wanted to take a look at uh, sort of his uh, his running mate, his uh, his uh, his shadow from the right side uh, in in terms of Trevor Steffen. Uh, Stefan, of course, uh, signs a, a, a contract and, and is, is locked up now uh, with the Guardians. He's under contract, uh, a four-year deal, uh, $10 million. Uh, he signed through 2026. Uh, last year, he went 7-7 seven and seven with a 4.06 ERA. Uh, sort of a, a step back, maybe, from uh, how effective he was in 2022. Uh, he pitched 68 and two-thirds innings, struck out 75, uh, but again, the long ball was really what hurt uh, Trevor Steffen in uh, 2023. Uh, he winds up giving up six home runs uh, in, in uh, you know, big situations uh, with the 7-7 uh, the seven and seven record. Uh, it, it contributed to uh, the, those situations. He, he's responsible for uh, eight blown saves. Uh, during the season, and uh, I think those are really what stood out because uh, if you combine those with with Emmanuel Classe and and his uh, his struggles in his up and down season uh, as a closer, uh, you you look at the the back end of the bullpen. He was really the direct setup man for uh, for Classe, and uh, there were times when he he, uh, he just he couldn't come through. Yeah, he really struggled against right-handers, Joe. Uh, last uh, two years ago, you know, that he had that kind of breakout season that got him the four-year, $10 million deal. Uh, he held righties to a 207 batting average, one home run. Um, uh, this past season, righties hit 252 with five home runs against him. Um, with runners in scoring position <clears throat> uh, in 2022, he was 238, one home run uh, this past season, 256. So, uh, you know, even lefties, uh, you know, he, he did, a, uh, he did, a, well, he did a better job against lefties this past season than, than, uh, two years ago, but he had a tough time, Joe. He had a tough time in the second half, a 607 ERA, uh, compared to 2.54 ERA in the first half. And, you know, he was nursing, I think he ended the 2022 season with a back injury. He kind of, you know, he had he had really pitched a lot. He pitched well in the postseason. And, uh, you know, Terry Francona didn't say this until late in the season, but he said he missed a lot of rehab. A lot of you know conditioning time in the off season because he was rehabbing his back, and I, I was wondering if that just kind of caught up to him in the second half of this past season. Well, it certainly didn't stop Tito from using him uh, yes, seventy-one yeah. times in twenty twenty-three. So uh, he must have thought for sure that that back injury was was back. Uh, I, I want to go back and just talk about uh, you know his how he is on the mound and his pitch selection and what he uses. I thought there was a, a stretch there pretty much from the middle of the season until the end of the year, really through the end of the year. They were really trying to get him through some of these outings uh, because I think more more so between the ears than anything physically, uh, he wasn't trusting his stuff. He wasn't trusting his fastball. This is a guy whose average fastball velocity is is pretty good. It's it's up there uh, in terms of it's 67th percentile in the league. It's 94.9 uh, uh, mile an hour average velocity on his fastball. But he sort of fell in love with that splitter. Uh, you go back to the the 2022 season when when he really used that splitter and was effective with it. And 
he, he sort of seemed last season to, to fall in love with it in, in too many situations and, and hitters got the book on him and they got, they sort of got the read on him, lay off that splitter and, and they were able to hit him. Uh, he, he was, he was walking more guys than, than usual. And uh, they were able to hit him hard because and he, they got him in situations where he had to throw the fastball and, and they were able to hit that. So uh, just, you know, when talking to Tito a couple of times, he, he just wished he wished that Stefan would would trust the fastball a little bit more and trust that he could get it by a guy's barrel earlier in the counts where he didn't get him into situations where he got hurt as much. Yeah, no, no doubt about that. He, uh, you know, his, his uh, K percentage dropped from uh, 30.7% in 2022 to 25.5% this past season. Uh, you know, expected batting average was 195 in 2022. It went jumped to 240 this past season. The fastball, Joe, uh, you know, the opposition in, in, in uh, 2022 hit 330 against it, but uh, – you know, but they they they, they didn't. I think they had one home run again off the off the fastball this past season. They hit 271 against the fastball with all six home runs and you know coming off the fastball. So uh, his split, you know, was pretty. There was no difference between 2022 and and uh, 2023. They hit 151 against it in 2022. A 152 last season. The slider was a was a was a tough pitch for him. Um, 217 in 2022 and 317 this past season. You know the batting average against. Yeah, uh, it, it was just a matter of he was he was getting into counts where you know they knew what pitch was coming next, whether it was a fastball or a slider, uh, and they were able to hit it harder. Uh, and it was because he, he that that split finger. You really have to establish. Uh, you know, that you can command the strike zone before you, you throw that splitter uh, and because it, it dives out of the strike zone and, and guys just take it. And they, they, they know to just, uh, you know, not swing. Uh, at, at, at the, you're not going to get as much swing and miss uh, if your fastball isn't uh, as effective in, and you're not locating the way that you, uh, you really want to. So uh, things to work on for Trevor Steppen in the offseason for sure. Obviously come back healthy, obviously – you know, be ready for a, a high workload. Is his spot uh, maybe setting up uh, Emmanuel Classe uh, secure? You know, we saw uh, uh, Ronaldo Lopez come in and and be effective and and be you know, there there your imagination just sort of wandered and and, and jumped to boy, it'd be nice to have Ronaldo Lopez uh, signed for the 2024 season uh, to be the direct setup man in, in front of Classe. And maybe move Stefan back a spot, uh, and, and maybe that makes him a little more effective there, having pitching earlier in the games, and you don't know, give the eighth inning to Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, but absent maybe spending a, a, a boatload of money on Ronaldo Lopez, uh, you're, you're pretty much going to have to go with Stefan as the setup guy. Yeah, I think yeah, because you know Lopez is a free agent. He's out there. I I agree with you, Joe. He just uh, Lopez opened my eyes, man. He was throwing hard. You know, I'd I'd always looked at him as a starter with the White Sox, and you know he's kind of mediocre starter because you didn't see you didn't see him throwing ninety seven to ninety nine miles an hour when he was a starter. But you know, as a reliever, he it kind of his his velo ticked up, and uh, you know the, he was he was dynamite uh, with Cleveland after they claimed him on waivers from the Angels. And, yeah, I think 
uh, Stefan, you know, right now he's their choice, Joe. He's they're paying him. He's on a multi-year deal. They're paying him 10 million bucks. I think, uh, you know, the setup role is, is his unless he, unless he loses it. So, you know, I think, uh, you know, Void is probably going to go in, uh, to this season, you know, maybe just play the bullpen status quo, depending if there's not a big blow up in spring training. And then if he's got to make a change or rotate some, 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 uh, you know, some of those relievers out there, he'll do it. But right now, I think, you know, uh, the setup spot is, uh, is, is, uh, you know, Stefan's to lose. Yeah. And, you know, we, we don't know yet what the uh, bullpen coach situation uh, is going to be like. We'll hopefully have some clarity on that uh, in the next week or so. Uh, but y- like you said, uh, uh, Carl Willis is there. Carl Willis is, is back. And uh, it's not just the starters that Carl Willis is responsible for. He's the pitching coach and, you know, also oversees the, the bullpen. So uh, it, it'll be interesting to see. You know, Carl has the formula. Carl knows, you know, each of these guys better than than Stephen Vogt's going to know them. So it uh, should be interesting to see who gets, you know, sort of slotted where uh, when the, uh, you know, when the bullpen rolls around, to, to, when the season rolls around and, and you got to roll the bullpen out. So uh, that's going to wrap up our look ahead at uh, uh, Trevor Steffen and Sam Hentges in the Guardians bullpen for 2024. Uh, we'll be back uh, next week with uh, more breakdowns on the 40-man roster and looking ahead to uh, the upcoming season for the Guardians. Hoinsie, we'll talk to you then. All right, Joe. 